Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and I've got a whole bunch that I want to talk to you today about. But uh, but first, before I get into that, let's head into our first segment. It's time for... List Building with Joe! And I've got to tell you, since attending LVO, I have been reinvigorated with this game. I'm excited to get out, build new lists, try new things, and get a whole bunch more games in. So, with all that said, let's step into the Resistance faction. Now, for this particular list, I came up with it while uh, with some help of the rest of my uh, LVO squad mates uh, as we were on our way back, driving back from Las Vegas on Sunday afternoon. And uh, I was thinking, what's a good Alpha Strike list that's just going to hit hard and not leave a lot to your opponent? So um, I, I weighed a whole bunch of different stuff, but eventually I settled with the resistance. Now what I've got is I've got Poe Dameron, Heroes of Hope, with R4 Astromech and Proton Torpedoes. Flying next to Poe is Zori Bliss with Tearfawn, Bellyron, Dorsal Turret, R4 Astromech, Wartime Loadout, and Proton Torpedoes. And paired with those two is Ray in the Scavage YT-1300 with Ray's Millennium Falcon title. Now what you've got here is you've got a 5.56 Whammy that's uh, just going to come in and wreak havoc. And that's it. It's it's an Alpha Strike list. Um, you can get if you can get both proton torpedoes off, and uh, Ray's out there to kind of die first. And if they don't want to kill Ray first, that's good for you because then Ray can wreak havoc the way that Ray does. And if they do kill Ray first, that gives Zori and Poe time to wreak havoc in their own unique way. So just some things to consider. Anyway, I hope you like the list. Um, I'm looking forward to this segment in the coming casts. Now let's move on to... AMG Rules Forum. And the first question of the cast is... Rotating Arcs in Reserve. OP. When a ship goes into reverse, Reserve i.e. tell becoming a zombie or a shuttle docking with a ghost, for example, when they come back out of reserves, can they rotate their arc? I tend to think tell canvases on the place forces step of the setup, being able to rotate arc to whatever you want, and they are placed in the initiative order. Not sure about the shuttle. Answer. No. Deploying is distinct from places from the place forces step of the setup. A turreted ship in reserve maintains the orientation of its turret arc indicator until it is adjusted by the rotate action or other ability. Next topic. 
failing jam or coordinate actions by choosing no target. Hello, can a player voluntarily fail a jam or coordinate action by choosing no target for the action even if some targets are available? Relevant rules bits, quote, jam rules, how to jam. One, measure range from jamming ship to any enemy ship. Two, choose enemy ship at range one or range one to two in the jamming ship's bullseye arc. Three, the chosen ship gains one jam token, additional bits. While a ship attempts to jam, it fails if no ship is chosen. FAQ about choosing ships. Question. How are abilities that may choose a ship, example K2SO or Darth Vader, resolve when they are reached in the ability queue? Answer. When an ability that may choose a ship is reached in the ability queue before paying costs, the ship's player may measure range to any number of ships. Then the player may choose a ship from among the valid options as defined by the ability or choose no ship. If they choose no ship, the costs for the ability are not paid and the ability is removed from the queue without resolving. Relevant use cases and related questions. My ship with jam has composure. I attempt a jam action and after measuring I have a target at range 1 but I didn't reach the original the original target I wanted to jam, and I choose to fail the jam so I can get a composer focus action? Question mark. The ship with a jam is a tie whisper with enhanced jamming suite and composure. I perform a boost that attempts to link to a jam. I can always choose myself, but I can choose no target, fail the jam, and do a composure focus action? Question. Answer. No, the player cannot choose to fail a jam if they if there are any enemy ships that meet the jam criteria. Alright, next question. Tarani shenanigans. OP. Tarani is carrying R5TK, cluster missiles, and munitions failsafe. He fires cluster missiles at an enemy ship, then engages his pilot ability. Can he shoot his bonus cluster attack at a friendly ship? R5TK, then cancel dice results, munitions failsafe, and engage his pilot ability again, or does that violate the once per round rule? Thanks. Answer. Many abilities are restricted to occur once per opportunity. There is no overarching once per round rule, which means they can be resolved only one time during a specific timing window. Tarani Koldas, M12L, Kimugila Fighter pilot ability triggers after you perform an attack. As the bonus attack provided by cluster missiles is a separate attack, this would be considered a new opportunity for Tarani's ability to trigger. Next question. Intercept boosters, slam, and afterburner interaction. OP. From my reading of the timing, the boost action from afterburners comes before your main activation phase action. Thus, you could move, you could five move after burn, then five move again. But I want to make sure I'm not missing something. Answer Yes, you may execute maneuver, resolve afterburners, then slam as your perform action step. That's dirty. Okay. Next topic Linked actions. Are they on your action bar? 
OP. If a ship has a linked action, or its ship card or and an upgrade card is the action on its action bar, for example, is a TIE Aggressor's Red Evade linked from the barrel roll on its bar, or is a rotate action which links from the other actions on the TIE SF's bar? Answer. No, linked actions are on a ship's linked action bar, which is distinct from the ship's action bar. From the rules reference, if an upgrade card has an action restriction, the upgrade can be equipped only to a ship with that action on its action bar. This does not include actions on its linked action bar. Next topic. TIE Bomber and Thermal Detonators. OP. Is it possible to use a ship ability to drop one bomb with a two bank and a second with a two straight? TIE Bomber. If you would drop a device with a straight template, you can use a bank template instead. Thermal detonators. Each must be placed using a different template. Answer. The Nimble Bomber ship ability is a replacement effect. You may choose to use a two straight drop and replace it with a two bank left or bank right. Next, if you would like to drop another, when a replacement effect resolves, the replaced effect is treating as not having occurred, so you can choose the same two straight drop again as if it never happened. Okay. Alright, now moving on to the main topic, uh, I wanted to kind of go over LVO, um, talk a little bit about uh, what I did, and then cover the list that went three and two, because with these lists, I just I feel that had the role had some roles gone a different way, it would have been a slightly different cut. And I know that's that's kind of hard to say, but it's something that I like doing here on the podcast. And uh, I, I I completely lost my train of thought there. Um, it. it as I was saying, it's something that I like doing, and uh, I feel it, it gives the, the players in the mid-range um, something to think about, uh, because some of the names in here in the mid-range might just surprise you. Uh, so with that said, let's talk about me. I mean, <laughs> um, so what did I fly? Well, um as you all know, I flew Kylo Ren in the Whisper with Brilliant Evasion, Fanatical, and the Enhanced Jamming Suite. Hollow with Proud Tradition. Breach with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Ion Missiles, Weapon Systems Officer Connernet, and Lieutenant Revis in the TIE FO. Now, um, I, I really like this list. Um, let me just... Let me just say a couple things um, before I get into my opponents. And that's, um, first of all, it was nice to meet you. Um, and thank you for the support of your podcast and for coming out and introducing yourself to me at LVO. Um, I would have liked more time to sit down and talk with you and maybe buy you a drink. Um so if you see me at a future event, try to catch me between rounds. 
and not during one. And uh, we'll see if uh, if time allows for uh, a little more chit chat. Now, over the weekend at LVO, uh, I I am not too proud to say that I flew like garbage. Um, I just I I was making bad moves and bad decisions and it reflected in my play except for the one stream game that I had where uh, I, I actually uh, did quite well so with with that all said let's go ahead and get into it so my first round this was a stream game you can catch it on gold squadron podcast uh, YouTube channel I plan on watching it uh, just because I I want to see <laughs> anyway uh, I flew against Daniel Lara, and he was flying five New, New Republic Patrol Y-Wings with dorsal turret, wartime loadout, and watchful astromech. Yep, that's right. 45 health, 180 degree arc, two die attacks. And there's five of them. Oh, that was a tough match. And... Uh, I, I did manage to defeat Daniel. It was a great game. Um, and I was rewarded by facing Josh Allred, who was flying the exact same list. And uh, he definitely avenged Daniel. Um, next, if I didn't get enough of uh, 45 health, I got a slight break and only got 40 health where I got to fly against five HMPs, all with ion missiles and stabilizers, and one with Dark One probe droids. Um, that match, things started off really, really well for me. I really liked the position that I was, uh, that I came in for my initial engagement, and then Kylo decided that he was too good for evades and uh, died in two attacks. And uh, I lost breached that same round, and then it was Hollow and Revis versus all five of those um, back toy drones, and uh, yeah, it just it went bad from there. All right, next I faced uh, another Kylo Ren in the Whisper with enhanced jamming suite and sensor scramblers, um, Grudge with bomblet generator and ion torpedoes, and two First Order Cadets with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Automated Targeting Priority, Feedback Ping, Ion Missiles, and Proximity Mines. And uh, I'm not going to go too much in this. And this was, so Jason Houston was the one who had the five HMPs. Francis Moray um, is the one that had the other First Order list. And... Uh, yeah, at this point my brain was kind of scrambled and I just wasn't flying well. And uh, and Francis took me out. And then I played uh, for my final match of the day, Greg uh, Kokek, who was flying five Red Squadron veterans, all with the S-foils. And uh, I did manage to get a win here. Um, and my opponent, uh, Greg uh, awesome dude, been playing X-Wing for uh, all of like two days, and um, it 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 was a win, but you know it it's it's not the same um, 
when you're when you're playing against a newer player. Um, it just <laughs> it just didn't feel right. Um, and Greg, if you are listening to this podcast, uh, thank you for the game. I I hope you learned something, and uh, I look forward to playing you in the future when you've got some more games under your belt. All right. So that was how that was how my uh, LVO went. Let's go ahead and get into the list because y'all don't care just about what I did. So with that said, we'll start on uh, Friday with John Dubor flying Darth Vader fifth. Um, I'm guessing this is Darth Vader in the uh, Defender with fifth bro- brother and seventh sister with predictive shot. Next was Willie Gardner flying General Grievous with Impervian Plating and Solus One, Django Fett with Count Dooku, Seismic Charge and Slave One, and Sunfac with Predator. Next we've got Craig Viara flying Anakin Skywalker in the Delta 7B, Obi Wan Kenobi in the Delta 7B, and Rick Olay with Juke. Next, Garrett Joust with a Daredevil Von Rigg, two Siner James test pilots with Proximity Mines, and Kylo Ren in the Whisper with Foresight, Fanatical, Sensor Scramblers, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. Next we've got Nick Sperry flying Luke Skywalker with Proton Torpedoes, R5 Astromech, and S-Foils, Wedge Antilles in the A-Wing with Marksmanship, Predator, and Proton Rockets, Jake Farrell with Predator and Proton Rockets, and Chara Bay with Predator, Marksmanship, and Proton Rockets. Some some punch to that list. All right, next is Kenny Turner flying three Siner Jameis Engineers, all with sensitive controls, one with automated targeting priority, and Commander Malarus with Fanatical, Biohexakip Crows, and Tactical Officer. Then next, we've got the Marcel Monzano flying Nash Windrider with sensitive controls, three Alpha Squadron pilots with sensitive controls, a Baron of the Empire with the X-X-23S thread tracers, and Wampa. Then we have Andrew Pollard flying Wedge Antilles with S-foils, Harrison Duo with stabilized S-foils, Jake Farrell with Proton Rockets and Vectored Cannons, Lieutenant Blount with Hopeful, and Sabine Wren with Intimidation. Then we have Dan Fowler running 10 Num with Jamming Beam Stabilized S-Foils, Dutch Vander, Jake Farrell, Jack Porkins with Ion Torpedoes and S-Foils, and Lieutenant Blount. After that is Mitchell... Reisinger, flying Django Fett with Treacherous, Count Dooku, Thermal Detonators, Hole Upgrade, General Grievous, Solus One, DFS-311 with Grappling Struts and Independent Calculations, and a Trade Federation Drone with Grappling Struts and Independent Calculations. Um, I, you, you may have heard me uh, read this wrong. There's actually four ships there. Uh, General Grievous was not a crew... Um, it was General Grievous in the Bubble Lab with Solus One. 
All right, our next three and two was Boone Polson flying Ahsoka Tano in the Delta 7B, two Jedi Knights in the Delta 7B, and Broadside with, wire, with Ion Cannon Turret and Proton Bombs. Then we've got Mike Doyle flying Wedge Antilles with Predator and S-Foils, Nora Wexley with Intimidation, Zeb, and Shield Upgrade, Kyle Katarn with Hopeful and Moldy Crow, and Jake Farrell with Starboard Slash. Then we have Michael Mashuba flying Bodie Rourke with Pivot Wing, Ten Num with Fire Control Systems and Stabilized S-Foils, Jake Farrell, Sharabay, and Wedge Antilles all with Vectored Cannons. And then the last three and two of the uh, Friday Heat was Sean Farley flying my favorite list, the five New Republic patrols with Dorsal Turret, Watchful Astromech, and Wartime Loadout. That list packs a punch. It's it's kind of scary. It also depends on the pilot. There's definitely a way around it, um, but it it's a lot to chew through. All right, now we move on to Saturday. This is the day that myself and my friends played. Um, so with that said, we'll start with Jordan Alvry flying two Geonotician prototypes with sync laser cannons and stabilizers, a Separatist Predator with cluster missiles, ion missiles, Kraken, proton bombs, hull upgrade, and stabilizers, and another Separatist Predator with cluster missiles, ion missiles, Dark One Pro Droids, and stabilizers. Next we've got Adam Eckers flying Jango Fett with Lone Wolf, Jamming Beam, General Grievous, Thermal Detonators, Shield Upgrade, Slave One, Veteran Table Gunner, and Boba Fett flying, or Boba Fett with Heavy Laser Cannon, Perceptive Copilot, Thermal Detonators, False Transponder Codes, and Stealth Device. Next is Richard Will, Willie, flying Han Solo with Trickshot, Thing Kyrell with S-Foils, Jake Farrell with Predator and Sabine Wren. Then we have Mike Susudo flying Jango Fett with Lone Wolf, Jamming Beam, Perceptive Copilot, Seismic Charges, Contraband Cybernetics, Stealth Device. Flying with General Grievous with Treacherous, Impervium Plating, and Solus One, and Brewer Cret with Predator. Next we've got Christopher Eckers flying. Four First Order Provocateurs, two with Automated Targeting Priority, and Scorch with Fanatical. Then we have Stephen Butler flying Harrison Dula with Jamming Beam and S-Foils, Wedge with S-Foils, Lieutenant Blount with Hopeful, Jake with Prockets and Vectored Cannons, and Sabine Wren in the TIE Fighter with Intimidation. Then we have my uh, my good buddy Mason Tanner, who is flying Luke Skywalker with Proton Torpedoes, R5 Astromech, Hull Upgrade, and S-Foils, Dutch Vander with Ion Cannon Turret, Watchful Astromech, and Hull Upgrade, Wedge Antilles, and Jake Farrell, both in the A-Wing. 
Then we have Catherine Sturgis flying Ahsoka Tano with Scattering Shot. And that's the Rebel A-Wing with four Gray Squadron bombers with Ion Cannon turrets and Connernets. Then we've got Leif Alred also flying the five New Republic patrols with Dorsal Turret, Watchful Astromex, and Wartime Loadout. Then we have Dallin Cranston flying Kylo Ren with Malice and Sensor Scramblers, Breach with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Ion Missiles, Proximity Mines, and Hull Upgrade, and Quick Draw with Fanatical, Special Forces Gunner, Fire Control System, and Shield Upgrade. Then we've got Travis White flying five Red Squadron veterans. Gerald Tan flew Harrison Dula with Garv Andreas with the S-Foils, Wedge Antilles with Predator and S-Foils, and Kyle Katarn with Moldigrow and Jen Urso. Ian Oliver flew Kylo Ren with Extreme Maneuvers, Predator, Sensor Scramblers, and Enhanced Jamming Suite, with three First Order Cadets with Feedback Pings, Ion Torpedoes, and Proximity Mines. John Gardner flew Kazudo with R5, Poe Dameron with S-Foils, Rose Tico, Finn with Heroic, and a Blue Squadron Rookie with S-Foils. Jason Houston flew five Bactroid Droids with Ion Missiles, Dark One Probe Droids, and or five with Ion Missiles and Repulsor Stabilizers, and one with Dark One Probe Droids. Uh, we talked about Jay Jason's list earlier. Brady Jessen. Now, um, before I talk about Brady's list, um, Brady was the one that I helped. This was his first major tournament, and he went positive three and two, did better than I did. So I was really, really proud of him uh, and everything that he did. And he put the time in, the effort with this list. And uh, uh, as I said, just really, really proud of this guy. So he flew Major Von Reg with Daredevil and Hull Upgrade. Quick Draw with Fanatical, Special Forces Gunner, Fire Control System, and Shield Upgrade. And two Siner Jameis Test Pilots, both with Ion Missiles and Connor Nets, and one with Seismic Charges. Next was Alan Ty, flying Boba Fett. This is Scum Boba Fett with Fearless, Thermal Detonators, Contraband Cybernetics, and Hull Upgrade. Bosk with Zam Wessel and Greedo, and Sunny Bounder. Then we have Ryan Yurka, flying Harrison Dula with Jamming Beam and Stabilized S-Foils. Wedge Antilles with the S-Foils. Jake Farrell with Prockets and Vectored Cannons. Lieutenant Blount with Hopeful and Sabine Wren with Intimidation. Next is David Perez, flying Lando Calrissian with Leia Organa, Nine Numb in the Millennium Falcon title, Wedge Antilles with Advanced Proton Torpedoes and S-Foils, and Thane Kyrell with Predator and S-Foils. Then we have Taylor Chavez, flying Ray with C-3PO, Corsella, and Ray's Millennium Falcon, Nine Numb with Marksmanship and Pattern Analyzer, and Poe Dameron with Predator and R4 Astromech. And we have Luke Beatty flying Darth Vader with Jamming Beam 
and four Academy pilots. Bob Ho was flying Han Solo with Canon Jarrus and R2-D2, Sabine Wren with Composure, Ezra Bridger, Zeb Aurelius, and Captain Rex. So this is Han Solo with the four Rebel Ties. Kind of an interesting list, and uh, I'm a little surprised that uh, uh, he was able to go three and two. So good job, Bob. All right, next we've got Josh Tyler flying Commander Malarus with the Biohexaship Crodes, Kylo Ren, and three Epsilon Squadron Cadets. Chris Sherwood flew Poe Dameron with Foils and Jamming Beam, Kazudu with R5, a Red Squadron Expert with R6-D8, Foils and Jamming Beam, and Jess Pava with M9-G8, Foils and Jamming Beam. Andrew Liddell was fly also flying Resistance, and he flew Poe Dameron with Heroic, R4 Astromech, Pattern Analyzer, Integrated S-Foils, and Ion Torpedoes, Jess Pava with BV-8 Astromech and Jamming Beam and Foils, Tally with Predator, Starboard Slash, and Proton Rockets, and Rose, in Rose Tico with C-3PO. Next was Spencer Penula flying Harrison Dula with fire control system and stabilized S-foils. Kyle Katarn with Jen Orso and Moldy Crow. Garv Andreas and Wedge Antilles both with S-foils. Then we have Francis Moray. Uh, we we uh, talked about his list. He's uh, the first order pilot that uh, beat me pretty handedly. Uh, he was flying Kylo Ren with Sensor Scramblers, Enhanced Jamming Suite, Grudge with Ion Torpedoes and Bomba Generator, and two First Order Cadets with Feedback Ping, Automated Target Priority, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Ion Missiles, and Proximity Mines. And then finally we have Blake Garcia flying CIS with DGS-286, Energy Cell Charges, Cluster Missiles, Repulsor Lift Stabilizers, a separate F Predator with Magpulse Warheads, Kraken, and Stabilizers, and two Onderon Oppressors, uh, one with Cluster Missiles, Energy Cell Charges, and Stabilizers, and the other with Diamond Boron Missiles, Dark One Probe Droids, and Stabilizers. Now, um, just a couple of things that I wanted to point out, um, and I'm sure... Some of you have already made this connection, but uh, you'll notice when I did the list building before LVO of potential squads that um, for CIS, the two squads that I built um, were eerily, eerily similar to the, the squads at final table. And yes, I'm going to toot my own horn on that because uh, that's just awesome um yeah um so anyway um if you enjoyed listening to this podcast please consider leaving a review however you consume it it really means a lot to me if you'd like to buy back this podcast financially please consider joining the my Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash saltminesxwing. Every quarter I do uh, tokens 
Um, and every month I do a ship giveaway. Now that is actually going to be um, changing uh, in March. So um, February I will do a ship giveaway. Um, March I am not going to give away a ship, but I am going to give away something that's uh, very X-Wing related. And... Um, it's it's the T sixty five damage deck. Um, I think you guys will like it. Um, so if you uh, or have a friend who is interested in that T sixty five X wing damage deck, um, have them sign up for one month, and uh, they have a chance to win it. Uh, and I will be doing tokens this quarter. However, next quarter there will be some changes, and uh, you've already seen the post for my patrons. Um, you've already seen the post on the page. As you know, I like to end every podcast with a question, and this week is, did the last tournament you played in reinvigorate the game for you? This is Sailor Joe, signing off.